What is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. Today, I have a guest coming back on the Reborn Podcast, uh, Miss Megan Kennedy. And if you listen to our first podcast together, uh, one of the things that I asked her, this was probably a year ago, over a year ago. Uh, this is probably like season one, season one of the Reborn Podcast. Um, and I'm now on season three. But I asked Megan Kennedy, I said, what are, what are some of the goals that you have for yourself this year? And she said her goal, her main goal, um, out of everything, she's accomplished so much too, by the way, but her main goal was, uh, that she wanted to be the tactical games, women's elite champion. And she did it. She worked really, really hard. She trained and she, uh, she got the championship title. So I'm really excited to, to bring her back on to the reborn podcast to, uh, talk to her a little bit to kind of tap into her brain, um, the mental outlook and the fortitude that it took for her to get to the first place champion, uh, prize slot that she worked her butt off and that she earned. So Megan Kennedy, let's bring you back on to the reborn podcast. Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. This is my second appearance from the uh, one of a kind, the ever so famous Miss Megan Kennedy. What's up, girl? How's it going? You're out in the woods in the boondocks. Please <laughs> tell me that is your treehouse that I can see behind you. And that's where you're Not living. my treehouse. No. First off, this is my backyard. That's but so nice. My neighbor's playhouse. For some reason, they decided, knowing that. My sister and I have three dogs that let's put the playhouse right up against the fence in the back of the backyard so the dogs can go perfect. ape shit it's every perfect. single time that they play outside. Yeah, I'm sure they want to eat the kids, so that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't get it. They're yeah. like, I don't understand why you're up there. <laughs> Dude, what's going on, man? So you're in you're in Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Pennsylvania. No, Alabama. None of those. <laughs> no, wrong. Yeah, keep, just keep going. No, uh, North Carolina. Nah. Yes. No. How long have you been in North Carolina? You moved since I last talked to you. No, I've been in North Carolina since 2012. Well, this can tell you. All right. So <laughs> you talked to too many people. <laughs> Megan, no, it's because I haven't seen you. I That's haven't true. seen you. And this is why I'm upset right now, Megan. I'm really upset. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because I haven't seen you. I haven't seen. Uh-huh. I haven't seen any of the crew that's out there doing the tactical games because I haven't been competing. I know you I were, know. weren't you supposed to come to nationals? I was supposed to come to nationals and I had to make a really hard decision because it was Cash's football playoffs. Oh, and that's hard. even though he was like, yeah, go for it. I was like, you know, I, and I could tell, like, as soon as I, I made the right decision, but it was a hard decision, of course, because I wanted to be down there in Florida with everybody. But, um, yeah, there man, will always be more tactical games. There's always going to be more tactical games. Cash being 12 at the football playoffs. Like that's only going to happen one time, one time. I agree. So, um, so what have you been up to kind of, uh, like, let's, let's give the listeners. So I had you, I don't know what episode it was, but whenever I had you on the reborn podcast last we, we talked a lot about, um, if those of you who don't know, Megan is a SWAT officer. Um, she's obviously down in North Carolina. We've confirmed that she's not, you know, she might, <laughs> you never know. She might be in Pennsylvania, 
uh, or Tennessee, you. you know, <laughs> you do not want this girl to um, approach you if you if you're a bad human. Uh, that's for sure. So at the time, like last time that we talked, um, I forget what game had just finished. We had just done. Um, we did North Carolina. We did South Carolina, but really talk much and in North Carolina that's where we kind of bonded a little more and then yeah, we did the podcast I was like Megan doesn't like me that I was like oh, as whatever. soon as I saw you I was like well that's it Megan doesn't like me but no you know no. what it is you know and this is why I respect you so much is because and this is why I love the community of the tactical games um is because whenever whenever the competition is going on whenever we're literally at the starting line like we want to beat each other. The the competitiveness, the drive to be the very best at the tactical games to, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a self uh, competition within ourselves, but we also, everybody there, like we want to win. And so, you know, I came into it, like you have to also understand having, I, I know, like I'm not an idiot. Like I know having the social media platform that I have, that there's probably times when I, walk into a room or that I'm introduced to a new group, there's like probably eye rolling be like, well, this is that chick, Ashley Horner, who thinks that she's like all bad and like mighty. And, uh, you know, it, I think that it didn't take me very long to realize that the, we're just competitive. You guys are competitive. And after the games in between, in between each of the, um, battles, you know, we got to kind of hang out and talk and, yeah, it's a really, really good group of people. Those of you who don't know what the tactical games are, I feel like I talk about it all the time. But it's basically if CrossFit and um, all right, competitive shooting had like a baby. Shoot. Right? Yeah. I always say that. I say CrossFit and competitive shooting met. Like that, this is what it is. Like you combine yeah. the two, that's the competition for two days. Yeah. So what I love about what I love about Megan, she, she's a she's a female police officer. She's the only female on her SWAT team. Is that still true? Are you the only female still that's in SWAT where you're at? Yeah, that's the first one ever at my department, and still the only one. Yeah, it's pretty badass. So whenever whenever you guys need to go back and listen to our first kind of talk together, our sit down discussion. But we talked about that. We talked about her journey, just wanting to be a SWAT officer, and you know basically a cliff notes version of that is that you just keep pressing hard and pushing the boundaries and you don't ask for anything uh, to be given to you. You don't ask for the standards to be lowered. You just keep rising above those standards and, and meeting the standards. And that's whenever you gain respect. Um, and that's exactly what Megan did. And so what I love most about Megan guys is because whenever I interviewed her last and we talked, she had her goal was she wanted to be the tactical games women's champion. That's that. That was it. It was very point blank, black or white. Like this is where she was going. I was like, nobody was going to stop her. And you did it. You did it. You went down. No. It. So I see this like, well, you're like, well, no, you did it. You did it. You have the champion shot title. So I want to talk about um, what was different. What was different about the the tactical games championship, did anything change with like your training leading up to that? Leading uh, since then, definitely. I have changed up a little bit because I've tried to tell me your secrets. The, this is strength before when I initially started tactical games, that's primarily more of what I was doing was strength and everything and really getting more into the powerlifting versus CrossFit while still doing CrossFit for my cardio and that worked to a certain extent, but then it was kind of gearing towards more cardio. So then I switched it completely kind of the other way and just life and everything. 
And then now I'm really trying to marry the two, get stronger while maintaining because I have a great cardio base, um, but just really need to be stronger with the women's elite and everything getting to the point where it is. Mm-hmm. But what, what lead, the reason that weekend was different was actually on Friday, I uh, decided to go test because you were allowed to. Everything was set up. You were allowed to go test this wall that Jake had come up with, nine-foot wall craziness, and the women got slats to go over. And I was like, oh, let me just do mess with this real quick. And uh, I noticed that they were super small and super thin. And I was like, gosh, someone's going to get hurt on that. Well, my ass goes up there. And as I'm walking down, I had uh, Solomon boots on with like thick tread. And it slipped. And I put my left foot down, rolled the shit out of my ankle, and it pops. Dude, you are so pissed. I already know, Megan. You guys know Megan. You know she's walking around. She is so pissed right now, guys. Like, literally, I can see it. (laughs) So mad. Totally my fault, but I 100% blame that wall. But uh, I, I honestly, I think I would have broken my ankle had I not gone to my butt. So at first wow. I'm like, okay, I waited a minute. I sat there and I'm like, all right, I'm walking on it. It hurts, but okay. And then by that evening, it had swelled up so bad. I was like, I just came to Texas for no reason. Like I was so mad. But luckily one of the other competitors, she's like, I'm a, I used to be an athletic trainer. Like I'll tape it up. And Who I was, was like, it? Do you remember her name? Yeah, Amy, the um, hike lift uh, shoot. I don't remember her handle or what it is, but um, I could definitely find it. I was just wondering if I knew her, if she was like uh, in no, that group. I don't. Was she a West Coast shooter? Was, yeah, she. Mm. I don't think that you met her. Um, she came in a little later last year. Totally dominated the ones that she did. She did fantastic, even that weekend. But um, oh, so you're you're like you're like you're like okay, you're gonna tie, you're gonna tape my ankle. I know what you're gonna do. you're gonna cut off the circulation, so I'm even worse. Oh, hold on, I'll get that. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh shit. And, uh, so get through day one, hobbling around because of course the obstacle course is the first thing. So every time I was coming off anything, I could not land it. Like I still can't fully bend it. Like it wow. was a level three sprain, and um, so I got through it though, and I just kind of went through normally. I'm way too into my head. I'm way too into worried about everything else. And just, it's just the name of the game. And that weekend I was like, well, I'm screwed anyway. So I'm just going to give it the best that I've got and see what happens. And I think that really changed everything. And that's how I've always wanted to be because I'm just way too competitive and just kind of back up a little bit and kind of just don't pay attention to the scoreboard. Just do you and go through each one and don't focus so much. And especially on everybody else, because inherently you're still watching everyone else. And I just didn't do that that weekend because I thought I was out. Yeah. So by day two came along the ruck, I had trained well for the ruck. So I was really, really mad when it came to that. Cause I was like, I could have won the ruck. I know what, what I was, could've. what was the ruck? Give it, give the everybody the was, beats of the ruck. Yeah, so it was so so everybody was, right. Everybody still has their full weighted kit on. This is what you guys need to understand. You have your you have your gun belt, your full kit, and then do you have the ruck too? So this time they didn't. Oh, <laughs> I didn't want to okay, cut you normally. off. This time we didn't. <laughs> so it started with twenty pounds for the first about two miles. You did the same loop three times. So it was twenty pounds, forty pounds, then sixty pounds for the last two miles. Six miles total. Wow. And the men and women elite had the exact same amount. So we get, I'm kicking off with the top. I think I was sitting third going into, but like a pretty good third, not like uh, I'm right there. I'm, I'm a little behind them. And uh, I just got lucky on day one, but they started going and put in my music and I'm like, 
this pace is kind of slow. I was like, screw it. You know, at this point, I just don't care. I'm just going to go. And I just rolled, honestly. I think that, I mean, I, I was up there probably with some of the men in the times that we ended. And I was um, in front of all the females. I won it substantially. And that really was what helped me that weekend. But I just kind of, I was like, screw it. Like, if I'm going to do it, like my ankle hurts and I just don't care. Were you, were you kind of, were you pissed off or like what, what was the, were you like pissed or were you just like, whatever, I'm already hurt. Like, I'm just going to hurt it more because I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I kept thinking, I'm like, everybody's going to be like, she ain't hurt after this. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, Amy that morning I had, I had to have her tape it super quick, of course. Mm -hmm. And she didn't mean to by any means, but she (laughs) taped so tight. And I was like, Oh no, like this really hurts. Like before I ran, it was bruised after. And I laughed about it the next day. I was like, thanks for sabotaging me. Like it was so tight. I was like, can you please redo this? Like by the middle of the day, I'm like, I I might die. Like this really. We're we're, we're just joking, Amy, but we're on to your tricks. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's amazing, dude. Yeah. So tell me like what else about the, the nationals and stuff. And um, it was, interesting they won we had the flip sled and um not interesting in a bad way it was just very hard yeah. but now i'm also working with my ankle but the flip sled was awful i don't know if that'll make an appearance again it was extremely heavy we came off the assault bike did the flip sled and it was like something over 300 pounds every time but as awkward as all get out yeah like definitely good experience mm-hmm. however it was um with being the first experience it was probably just a little too heavy for yeah. what we were coming off of coming off obstacle course into that. And then we went into 135 pound each hand farmer carries. Cheese Louise. Cheese and rice. That's heavy. Yeah. So that that got interesting. But you, really you know quick. you know what I found though that I, I would say one of the biggest shockers um going into the tactical games. It's like some of those weights, even the sandbag, I mean there's plenty of pictures out there of me but just getting like totally just like basically deheaded uh with the sandbag um but it what's crazy is like whenever you're in the moment even those 135 pound farmer carries they were probably i get it that it was probably heavy but how much strength that you have in the moment because of the adrenaline and, and that's what a lot of people are intimidated to go into the tactical games and i know there's like other shooting competitions out there now um that have like weightlifting and like something physical and then you have the shooting but what's crazy is like with all the adrenaline and everybody next to you is trying to pick up that super heavy weight the super heavy sandbag whatever it is the yoke that your um your ability to lift more than you can it's real like it's something and and a lot of people are like wow i can't like they look at the tactical games and they look at some of the weights that the that the women's elites are doing and they're like i could never do that but guys trust me just train for strength and you will be amazed by what the body and the mind can do whenever you're out there and it's like go time. Oh, I completely agree. And if you really, because I was equating it, I was like, 135 pounds each hand. Like, think about that in the workout. I'm bare, I'm never really ever doing 275, 270 pound deadlift that often. And yet I had to do that. Oh my gosh. Probably nine times while I was out there because that's how you just couldn't walk. Like that's you crazy. couldn't walk. It was just so, it was a, it was a bit much, but that's okay. Because, I mean, honestly, in those competitions, it is trial and error in some ways. They're trying to constantly push the envelope and everything. And sometimes you're just not going to know until you introduce it in there. So we had done uh, just about 15 pounds less in each hand than that, or maybe about 20 pounds less. 
So they probably didn't think it was that much of a jump. Um, I don't know if we'll see that again this year, though, just speaking from the ones that I've seen. Mm -hmm. But on your, on your, I actually, I feel the exact same way when it comes to the mind. And I talk about this a lot with running because when I first got into marathon running when I was in college and uh, Jessica was doing, my sister Jessica was doing it. And I did not train for my first one at all. I did a full marathon. I had done a half prior to that, but then the full just school, everything else caught up with me. You just, you and just a full only, send, a full send, just going to do a marathon. <laughs> yeah. So I had only done 10 miles up to that day before. And I was like, well, I'm here, so I'm going to do it. And I, I stuck with a, a group and picked a pace and just stayed with it. So every mile after that 10 miles, I was like, well, this is the furthest I've ever gone. Mm-hmm. And I just held the pace the whole time, which at that time, it was super slow. And so like 9.45 or 10 minute mile. But the mind is so crazy because someone who thinks like, oh, I can't run 26 miles is that another. It's like, I sure shouldn't have been able to that day and never stop and didn't stop the whole time and held the pace the whole time. But your mind... Is crazy. If you put your mind to it, I guarantee you, like most things like strength, yeah, you to a certain extent that's not going to work. But tactical games is a huge mindset. And that that's what I would say for the rest of the weekend is what caused me to maybe push a little ahead of my competitors, is that I, no matter the circumstances, no matter if I'm behind, no matter if I'm ahead, I don't care what it is, you have to stay in the same the mindset and you gotta try and win no matter what. So day three, pressures are gonna set in and everything else. To me, that's just, I'm, I'm just getting better as the weekend goes. Like I'm getting more comfortable and just pushing everything. And you have to have that mindset and you can't get super stressed out and you just have to keep pushing. Cause I, I really firmly believe that's the only reason I even came out. I did against my competitors, um, just because the, the keeping your head in the game, essentially. At what point, uh, so now the difference between, the tactical games throughout the season and the championship is the tactical games during the season is only two days, but the championship is three days. Correct. Yeah. Um, Yeah, And then are are you doing three, uh, three battles every day? You're doing three battles every day and either a floater or an aggregate. Okay. So at what point in, in these three days, like you twisted your ankle really bad, um, or sprained, it wasn't like it was, it was a legit, it was a legit. So that was before, that was before, I mean, the tactical games even kicked out. Like at what, at what point? It was a third day. No, 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 Thursday. So Thursday Thursday. at check-in, I did it that evening. Mm -hmm. So then by the next morning on Friday morning, we were competing doing the obstacle course run. one. So at what point, at what point in your, um, like, when did you start being like, I think I got this. I think I. Never. never. No, I you never, never thought you did you didn't even like you didn't even look at the did Jessica go your sister did she go with you? No, she wasn't able to because of the dogs. Oh, okay. But I knew where I sat and I knew I made up a huge ground on day 2 with that mm-hmm. ruck and then I did well in the other two um battles and everything and then day 3 I knew I was sitting now in second place but I knew like Amy's really good. She's mm-hmm. good physically good shooter and robin was destroying it and for the record and why i gave the face in the beginning tristan had to pull out due to her calf mm-hmm. so she was done after day one mm-hmm. so she was not there which who, who she's the previous uh champion from the year before but the other t- girls were they're so good and Every, i was like everybody oh. is good this is what yeah, people need. To- everybody's good guys like 
If you oh, if yeah. you've made it to the championship, like absolutely, you're good. Yes, absolutely. I think all the females out there, like it's not most of the females first to have some kind of experience and something, but now we're seeing ones that don't have experience, but they're taking the time to learn before they get out there. Like you, you didn't have much training with, you know, firearms or anything like that. You took the time before, whereas I'm not saying males don't by any, I think they know a little bit more before because of maybe they've shot or whatever, but the females are taking the time to like research and everything else. So every, all out of the females, intermediate tactical or elite are, are just kicking ass out there. If you could recommend three pieces of equipment for somebody who is wanting to get into the tactical games, what would you say? A sandbag? Definitely a sandbag. Uh, do you think a yoke is worth it? Because there's like a lot of like up and downs, ups and overs. But like, I mean, for a while I had the I had the yoke out on my sandbox, like in the backyard uh-huh. where I train. Do those things take up so much space? I'm just wondering, like, what do you think? What do you think? They take up a lot of space, but I will say this season, and maybe it's just this season that they're really into it the up and over the yoke mm-hmm. thing and at almost every single one of them. And it's a lot higher than it used to be. Mm-hmm. So if I hadn't practiced with it, like I would have gone into competition at this height, I would have probably been pretty screwed. How like t- it, how tall are you? Five, four. Okay. It comes up to almost like my mouth. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, yeah. and if you can't jump, like I can't jump, I had to find a way. And luckily, you know, a couple of people, Jared and uh, Zach, and everything, we kind of sat there and worked with it a little bit that I happened to be with them at the athlete camp because I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, and I'm not going to go out there and compete if I can't do something. Like, right. I need to know do it. Yeah. And so we worked with it for about 20 minutes and we found a way that I was going to be able to. And then I've just been practicing since. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't have that, now, not everybody's going to be able to go out and buy a yoke. Not only space, it's expensive mm-hmm. as all get out. So I think that just going to a gym or something and trying to use that every now and then. So definitely the sandbag, if you can get a barbell and weights, but again, it's just not for everybody that they're going to be able to do that. And you can probably do a lot of the things with the sandbag that you would want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could even say something like a rower again, mm-hmm. but the conditioning that you're going to get, you're seeing it in more floaters and everything that you're going to get a lot from that. Yeah. You just have to get used to doing all the physical movement and the functional type movement with like your weighted kit on and all your gear. I would say that's the, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Cause if you go into a gym. Either an axle bar would be fantastic because the, the thicker you might think you have a good grip until you use an axle bar. And when it's heavy, it's going to slip right out of your oh, hands. Yeah. Oh yeah. The grip, the grip portion, of course, that's probably one of the most important things I think whenever it comes to training, because you're, you're also using your hands like to maneuver your weapon system. And then you got to have like steady hands to shoot. Um, so have you, have you done a lot of the games um, this season? Did you no. do the one in sawmill? You haven't. No, I, I battle boss in sawmill. Oh, you were a battle yeah. boss. Yeah. You didn't- yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, so a battle boss. So you got to explain well, what a battle boss is. Funny enough that we talk about Pennsylvania. That's the first time a battle boss was in Pennsylvania. Ah. And a little, I don't know, like a year ago or a little year and a half ago or something. But um, yeah, no, battle boss, I, I, I enjoy it a lot. It's a lot of fun. That's how I've gotten to know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where I've come out of my shell in a little bit. Because like 
said when you first met me or some of the other competitors who are super in the zone. And it's not because uh, I don't like you or don't want to get to know you. I'm just in my own head. Mm -hmm. So what I've gotten to do with Battle Bossing, though, is get out of that, Mm -hmm. help people more, and then just, you know, have a completely different experience out there. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, is the Battle Bossing where if you do like a Battle Boss, then you get to compete for free? Yes. Is that? Yes. Yeah. and a lot of people, um, they use, there's a volunteer opportunities and like the battle bossing where if you guys are like, I want to do the tactical games, I'm kind of intimidated by the tactical games, which rightfully so guys, it's like, it's crazy. And it's a, it's a new thing. Um, I can see how it can be intimidating, but this is a great way. If you guys wanted to battle boss or volunteer, they're always looking for people. Um, and then if you battle boss that offsets the price that you would have to pay your entry, right? Am I correct or yeah. no? volunteering and battle bossing, but all volunteers get a free admission as well if you do the whole weekend. And I will say that I had at least three people in my group that had either signed up or are going to sign up after experiencing it. And none of them had any experience cool. um, game. So they were able to see it, mm-hmm. you know, really get acclimated to ask a million questions. And uh, I think it's an awesome opportunity. They also have now the athlete camp where we've seen like a lot of people when we ran the first one in April in Texas and we saw a ton of new people out mm-hmm. there. So that's a brand new opportunity on top of the universities that they run or the skirmishes even just to get acclimated. And there's new divisions. I don't know if, if we talked about that at all, but like now they have the tactical division. So before the women's intermediate to women's elite, huge jump, huge. And now you have that tactical that's that in between and you can run a red dot on your pistol. Oh, nice. So, Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, so, okay. I want to get back to the championship day. Yeah. What, what, what was going through your head whenever you realized that you had won it? Oh. Were, you, were you, were you conflicted at all? Because it just, I mean, like, look, Megan, if, if, if anybody has, if anybody has seen Megan, like actually compete in person, you know, that like she, she is the hardest working person there, like hands down, like, I mean, we're all working hard. Right. But I mean, it's, it's, I I'm saying all of this, you know, and I know that you made the comment about, you know, Tristan likes, um, hurt her calf or whatever, but no doubt, like you are so hardworking and I mean, there's no doubt that like, I mean, you, you deserve the win. You won it. I appreciate it. I still feel weird about it. I won't even lie. I mean, like, well, yeah. least, I hate that. Um, I won by one point, basically, based by one shot, one 10 second thing. Who, who one came in second? Amy and then no. Robin behind her. So it was a literal, it could have come down to out of what, four or 500 rounds, one round, 10 seconds in a battle, anything for any, it could have been anybody's game between the top three. Like it was that close. Wow. That it came down to. So it was, it was insane. And I, and I, I'm thankful. I, I, I worked, I did work hard that weekend. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Or I, or I wouldn't have come out on top. It's just, it's still a little surreal in a way. And I really, I feel this sense though, that I need to prove myself. And that's why kind of why I haven't done it this year again. Cause it's like one people are going to be coming for me. Of course. Yeah, of course. But, yeah. But so I just want to be ready. I want to go out there and just like dominate. Like that's really what I want uh-huh. to do. And these girls, they just keep getting better. So that just means that I got to keep getting better. Have you have you seen a girl on social media? Her name is uh, Tetiana. She's from Ukraine, so she's an American actress. Okay, so oh. she she well sorry she's she's from Ukraine, 
And she's she's been in America now for five years. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna DM you or I'll text you her Instagram yep. handle. I actually just did an interview podcast with her um a couple weeks ago. You talk about some crazy shit. Like I'm sure. I I like it's it's cr- like she um she's also she's I don't know if she's considered a contortionist, but she's also a dancer. Okay. So or- but she she's super tiny. She's like little bitty, but she is super fierce. And I asked her, I was like, you know, and she she has like an accent and she her English is pretty good. But I was like, have you heard of the tactical games? And she's like, no, like what's that? Um, dude, I have to send you that what she can do. You talk about like inspiring. Well, you know, um, you know Taryn Tactical right out in California. Yeah. So she works out there at the range. Oh, okay. So I I, well, I definitely do it, dude. I know, I know, and I um, I'll have to send you her stuff. But I was trying to. Uh, I mean, it's it's crazy how good her shot is. You talk about somebody, because I was like, dude, she aside from like the strength portion, but she does so many like combat type movies and stuff. Like she's well, yeah, maybe don't have her come out there. Then. I know, right? What am I saying right now? You're uninvited, <laughs> Tatiana. You, we, Megan, and I have uninvited you to the tackle games. But dude, we man, no more this year. I don't know what you're yeah. talking. They're canceled. <laughs> They're all canceled. Um. So, oh, so what is your the best people out there actually like I would be first person to help if she if she wanted you know advice or anything everybody else there I'm sure you would and everything so for everyone listening like please reach out yeah we're just joking yeah we're totally joking (laughs) maybe (laughs) (laughs) depends on how good you are I mean depends on I mean are you really good because (laughs) um so are you do you have any like can you sit do you have any uh competitions on the horizon that you're going to be at because whatever whatever game that's going to be I am not going to be there so (laughs) (laughs) no right now uh I just 100 percent are well I'm going to battle boss again in Ohio and June 30th or something like that. I don't remember off the top of my head. And then West Virginia, Jessica and I. So I'm trying to get her Dude, a little the bit. the couple more. one? I yeah. Wa- I want to do that with Blue. Yeah, and you were supposed to last year and I you didn't. I know. I'm going to see if, if he is around, if his schedule, if he's around. I actually right. I actually said that like last week. I told him. I was like, Dude, we should, you know. I was like, we should totally do that. You 100% should. And like I said, last year was their first one. Got some kinks out. I'm really excited about this year and to do it with Jessica and everything. So Do you know the you- date? August something. I don't know again. Pulling things out that I wasn't prepared for. Okay. I'm, I'm making my a note. I'm going to look it up. Yes. Yes, please do. And then, um, and the difference so that people know, because they actually are allowing teams in individual competition, but that's as like an, an introductory thing. So you're using intermediate weights and you're not, mm. not the same as the team competition. Team competitions, all teams. So you have the women's elite, the men's elite, the co-ed, et cetera. Whereas if you're doing it when it's an individual, it's kind of more for fun and get used to it. You're still getting a word at the end. Don't get me wrong. And, but it's um, not the same level as the actual team competition, which only runs once a year. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I, it's out in Pennsylvania, right? What is with you in Pennsylvania? Know, dude. It's not Pennsylvania. West Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia. And you even said it. Oh man. West Virginia, West Virginia, putting West Virginia down. Well, cool, dude, man. I just, I really, I'm so glad that I got to have you on, um, to catch up. I do really miss the crew and stuff. It's just right now, I know I'm so like, I'm opening up my gym again. I bet it's like, I'm always busy. And, um, I really, I even knew I was like, golly, I was like, as soon as I have this podcast with Megan, I'm just going to need to go get my gun, go to the range, like start practicing again. 100%. So, well, you know, you're 
to come train with me anyway if you I want to. I know, out in Pennsylvania. Yeah, in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> or Tennessee. Or don't Tennessee, know. wherever you are. We don't know. You know, okay. Um, well, cool, dude. I like, is there any more advice that, like, I love, I love just the whole like getting out of your head thing because I, I think that's huge. I'm in my head a lot about everything. Um, is there any more advice that you have to give anybody who's like wanting to get into the tactical games? Aside, my, my best advice to people would be like, you literally just have to make yourself do it because it's uncomfortable. And if you haven't done it, it's, it is, you are going to be really nervous and there's going to be new things and, you're going to have lots of like, oh shit moments and you're going to mess up. Um, but you just got to do it. And it's an amazing community. Yeah. I think, I think it's one way I live my life is, is just, just, you just, if you, okay, I want to do this or right, I'm just going to go do it. Mm-hmm. Fears aside or anything else, because you're no matter what, like you have to put yourself out there to some extent, even if you don't feel you're fully ready, yeah. like that's okay. Well, then you're going to give it your best go and you're going to learn and then you're going to do better next time. But I think you already covered it. Like, Hitting with the volunteering is going to get you into one anyway after. So why not go do that if you really aren't ready, prepared for it? But you got to buckle down, do the work, but don't feel... It's the same comment I hate when people for the gym. So my sister's gym, they always be bring like, hey, why don't you come to the gym? This and, oh, no, I'm not ready for that. Like, I got I to gotta work out before I end up going there. Right. And then, no, that's not how it works, actually. Like, that's the whole point is that when you get to the gym, like you're going to put in the work. It doesn't matter your level. That's why there's different levels of doing things and modifications and everything else. So if you just like, okay, you could use me for example, in the way I'm doing of waiting to compete, you know, like I'm almost kind of going against my own words because like I need to put myself out there. And that's why I'm, I'm trying to look for another individual to do. Cause I don't want to fall into that same trap of never feeling ready because you will never fully feel ready. Mm-hmm. Like you're always going to think like, oh, I could have done more. I could have trained more. I could have dry fired more and done those things. So especially if you're brand new, I'd say if you are comfortable with firearms and your fitness is decent, at least go do the intermediate and give it a try. You're going to have a ton of fun. Do you know when the next competition is for the tactical games? I think they're doing Texas and I want to say it's next weekend. Yeah. I'd like to go. I just, I miss it. Even if I'm not competing right now, I'd like to go see if I could volunteer dude. Also too, like I forgot, like the kids sports right now are just so crazy. Literally like all of them are in like two sports each. It's just one day. What would be one for you? I I think they're, I thought it was sawmill. There has to be one. Um, That was last weekend or week and a half ago. Dude, I actually had it in my calendar to compete that weekend. And I just, of course, it was a good one. Was it? it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Everybody had a great time mm. and I'm, I'm biased because of that. Awesome. But like, yeah. it was, that's good. All right, dude. Well, Hey, it's so great to catch up. Yeah. Thanks same for you. coming back onto the reborn podcast. I think it'll be cool for everybody to hear the progress that you've made. And then, so, I mean, are you, if you win the partner one then mm-hmm. in West Virginia in August, if, mm-hmm. if if you win that, does that qualify you to go to the championship? Do they have no, that? I'm, all, I'm going to the championship. I'm automatically qualified by winning last year. And I'm trying to get another individual in there. It's just between time, work, everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it would. The women that are the top five women in either, I think it, it will count even for the co-ed divisions, will we'll get a qualification mm-hmm. in order to get if we do the team, but I'm personally, but that would qualify my sister, for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I think it's really cool that you, you've kind of stepped into a more leadership 
type position, like just with the tactical games, just organically, you know, being in it since basically the tactical game started. And, um, you know, just to kind of see you uh, step into just like this, almost like a mentorship of like a, other women coming up and like wanting to get better at their firearms and and wanting to to jump into the tactical games. I think it's pretty cool um, that you've kind of stepped up to that more of like a maturity type. Um, I mean, I hope that's the case. Like that's really yeah. genuine main reason for my either social media or people reaching out and everything is that I'm 100% willing to help anybody. Yeah. And that it's been the case for the people that have reached out to me and anyone else, you're more than welcome to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just so you guys know, I have the same experience. Like whenever I was getting into the tactical games, I, you know, I, the, the community itself was just so genuine and so helpful. Um, even, even you could be compete, like Megan and I could literally be comp- competing against each other. Like, right next to each other on the line and leading up to that moment, like we are still wanting to help each other get better. So, um, and then it just makes the competition more fun. Yep. I agree. So, all right, we'll go have fun in the treehouse with your chickens out in Pennsylvania, Megan. And I really hope to see you out in August. I hope to take blue out there and, and to compete. So hopefully I'll see you. It's a good goal. And it's far enough away that I like, I have time in August. <laughs> I, I have time to train for that. Yes, you do have time to train. So, but it, you and Jessica, is that going to be like a girl-girl competition? And then there's like a girl-guy? So like we wouldn't... Yeah, the women's elite, like the girls, and then there will be the co-ed division. So there will be... A, it won't be against, like I said, any normal one. Yeah, all the teams are grouped into it if you're in the individual. But in the team competition, they'll actually have it categorized. Like gotcha. it'll be... Just the females together, there'll be a separate one. Just the men together, there'll be a separate one. And then co-ed. a guy-girl. Yep. Cool. I think we can win it. All right, Megan. I'm going to go get my weapon system out. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye, girl. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's Reborn podcast with Megan Kennedy. Remember, um, please, please, please share this podcast. Make sure you leave us a review on the Apple podcast. Um, Share with your friends, share it on your social media networks. Um, And thank you once again for being a part and supporting the Reborn podcast. I'll catch you guys next week. Bye.